I will not be very long. Notice I didn't put a time frame. I started to say, I promise you I'll be done in 15 or 20 minutes, but if we're still here in an hour, I don't want to have to repent. And so <laughs> I promise you I'm going to be pretty quick this morning. Amen? Matthew chapter 5, beginning in verse 14, the scripture says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Amen. I want to speak for a few moments on Father's Day from this subject. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, I love you. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for the presence of God that I feel so rich in this house. And I'm asking God that you'd help us as dads to recognize the wonderful ability you've given us, Lord, to shine forth your light in the lives of our children in the world that's around us. And I'm asking God that you'd bless powerfully in this service this morning. In Jesus' name, would you say amen? Amen. amen. You may be seated. Now, darkness, just, just the word darkness stirs some primeval element of fear within us oh we we tell ourselves us men in particular that we're not scared of the dark but each of us can remember a time and a place when the darkness frightened us sometimes it's it's not that we're scared of the dark it's we're scared of what might be in the dark amen uh, there's something about darkness that worries us all it's it's hard to function in the darkness my wife and i on our recent trip to England, rented a car, and we drove uh, the breadth or the length of England and up into Scotland. We landed in London, drove down to Dover, and then came all the way up uh, the island and ended up in Glasgow, Scotland. One of the things we did, I planned our driving around darkness. Make sure I get where I'm going before the sun sets. It's enough trouble to drive on the wrong side of the road without having to do it in the dark. Amen. Amen. So something about darkness, it impairs our sense of sight. And when you cannot see, you struggle to accomplish the simplest of tasks. The humorous story is told of the captain of a large ship who once looked into the darkness of the night and saw a faint light in the distance. Immediately he told his signalman to send a message, alter your course 10 degrees south. The message was returned promptly but the message said, alter your course 10 degrees north. Now, the captain was angry because he's used to having his commands obeyed. So he fired off another message and said, alter your course 10 degrees south. I am the captain. And then another message returned, said, alter your course 10 degrees north. I am seaman third class Jones. Now the captain has had all he can stand, and he sends a third message that he knows will evoke fear. He says, alter your course 10 degrees south. I am a battleship. Then the reply came back, alter your course 10 degrees north. I am a lighthouse. In the darkest of nights, in the midst of a raging storm, Nothing is more valuable than the life-saving light that shines from a lighthouse. 
Out of the darkness of a lighthouse shines a light that guides. It's a light that directs. It's a light that becomes a beacon of hope to all who see it. On a recent trip to England, my wife and I said we went down to Dover. Where There we saw an ancient Roman lighthouse. The Romans invaded England in 43 A.D. And when they did, one of the first things they did was they built a pair of lighthouses on the coast that would mark out a, a safe harbor. One of those lighthouses is still standing, and that's what we, we went and visited. But in the darkness of the night, they would light a fire on top of that lighthouse, and, and its sister a little ways down, they'd light a fire there, and the Roman vessels coming across the channel there at the narrowest point in the channel could see the two lighthouses, and they knew if we stay between them, there's a safe harbor for us to land. It'll be a safe place to come through and, and make our landing at night. Amen. That's the power of a lighthouse. And when I when I considered the lighthouse and considered gentlemen fathers being a light into your family, a light into your world, the scripture that we use for our text this morning quickly came to mind. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And he followed that revelatory statement with two examples to demonstrate how important it is that we let our light shine. First, he mentioned a city that sat on a hill. And what he said was that city that sat on a hill cannot be hid. You can cover up a light, but you can't cover up a city. Amen? That city on a hill shines a bright light in the darkness that is a constant landmark even on the darkest of nights. That's our task as Christ followers. That's our task uh, as men and women of God. We allow the light of Jesus Christ uh, to shine through us into the darkness of our world. But Jesus carries the illustration a step further when he points out that a, the tra travesty that would exist if you lit a candle, but hid it under a bushel. You see, the city on the hill cannot be hid, but the light of a candle can be hid. So at the same time that Jesus makes us aware of the majestic role that we play as beacons of light in this dark world, he also sums, uh, warns us of the, the possibility that our light could be hidden from those who need to see it the most. And finally, he commands us, let your light so shine before men. Fathers, on this Father's Day morning, I want to remind you of the vital role that you play, both in this world and in the life of your child. This world is a dark place. Spiritually, it's dark. And you are a beacon of light that shines into that darkness. And I come on this Sunday morning to encourage you to let your light shine. What does it mean to let your light shine? It means to be different from the world around us. Light is dramatically different from darkness. Amen? Likewise, our lives should exemplify the light of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, where the world around us is steeped in spiritual darkness, full of lies and hatred and confusion. We are to be beacons of love and hope and clarity. Your children are looking to you, Dad. They're looking for you to light the way to teach them how they should live, to show them what it means to be a Christian, to show them what it means to be in this world, but not of it. Amen? We live in a post-truth world 
in a world where truth has been redefined into whatever we want it to be. It's a culture of autonomy gone wrong. The only truth that matters is the truth that you create for yourself. It doesn't matter how you were born. It only matters how you choose to identify yourself. Now, I know when you look at me, you see an over, slightly overweight. Got to get that slightly in there. Middle-aged man. But I want you to know that I identify as a much younger version of myself. Amen? And in this world, that's all that matters. Uh, you got to treat me like I'm a much younger version of myself because that's how I identify. Dads, in a culture where truth is relevant, where everything is built on shifting sand, your children are looking to you. Indeed, the whole world is looking to you to show them what truth really is. Amen? Listen, in a world where fake news really is a thing, I mean, it really is real. Amen? Where made-up stories can span the globe in a blink of an eye can alter the course of nations and elections and, and everything in the world. Where lies and half-truths are spread faster than was ever imaginable in any other generation. It has never been more important that we let our light shine in this dark world. Let's not forget what we are. Jesus said, you, you are the light of the world. We shine the light of Jesus Christ into our world. That's what we do. Offshore of the state of North Carolina, near the outer banks of the continental shelf, lies one of the most dangerous stretches of the ocean anywhere in the world. And over the past 400 years, more than 300 ships have sunk in that small area of the ocean. It's become known as the graveyard of the Atlantic. One of the things that makes it so dangerous is a 14-mile stretch of sandbar that is constantly shifting. They call it the Diamond Shoals. Recognizing the danger in that area and the need to warn ships at sea of the sandbar and the, and the rough waters, the U.S. government constructed a lighthouse at Cape Hatteras in 1870. That lighthouse is the biggest lighthouse in the United States. And for nearly 130 years... Its light shined across the dangerous waters, guiding sailors to a safe harbor. However, in 1999, the Cape Hatteras Lighthouse was found to be in danger. The constant assault of the sea had eroded the shore to the point that many feared the lighthouse would collapse into the water. Originally, when it was first built, it was 1,500 feet from the water's edge. But by 1999, the water now stood within 150 feet of the lighthouse. And the decision was made to save the lighthouse by moving it 2,900 feet south or southwest and 1,600 feet inland. The U.S. government spent $12.5 million to move the lighthouse. They used a chimney company out of, Saint, out of New York that had an advertisement that said, if you build it, we can move it if you have enough money. <laughs> and the U.S. government had enough money. Amen? They jacked it up, and then they built railroad tracks from where it was to the new location. 
and they settled that thing down on the the car that would transport it or the, the cart that was built specially to move it and then they began to move it to its new destination. It was a laborious process. The lighthouse moved down that track at the glacially slow pace of two to three feet a day. But eventually, it arrived at its new home. There's little doubt this morning that they saved the lighthouse when they moved it. But something else happened as well. The purpose of the lighthouse changed. In its new home... The Cape Hatteras Lighthouse became a national park and a museum. It's a place where people go to learn about lighthouses. But the irony of it all is that it no longer functions as a lighthouse. Its light no longer shines, guiding sailors across deadly seas. Brother Ryan, Brother Randy, if you guys would get ready. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in a dangerous world. We live in dangerous times. We live in a world where many of those old lighthouses are slowly but steadily shifting their position. Where lighthouse moves at two to th a rate of two to three feet a day, you can't even see it moving. They said when they settled that thing down on the cart and they gave the announcement they were going to begin to move the lighthouse, people came and camped so they could watch the lighthouse move. It was something you were never going to see again in your life. But within days, they were all gone because it moved so slow you couldn't even see it moving. But move it did. We live in a world today where those old lighthouses are shifting and they're moving and Everything is changing. We're becoming a culture that is more enamored with the novelty of an old lighthouse than the intrinsic value of the light that it shines. And I come to this pulpit on a Sunday morning in such a time as this to remind our fathers and indeed everybody in this house how important the light that shines through your life really is to a lost world. When the lights are all extinguished, when the beacons of truth are all turned off, this world will be a hopeless place. It is your job and mine to keep the light shining. So dads, I admonish you today, let your light so shine before men, before boys, before little girls. Before a lost world that is desperately looking for an unmoving beacon of truth in the stormy seas of this life. I want to remind you, dads, you, your lighthouse. Amen. And the lighthouse doesn't move. When the world sends a message, change your course. When the world says what you're doing is out of date and it isn't consistent with the culture anymore, alter your ways. It's up to you, Dad, to send a message back. I cannot move because I am a lighthouse. I can't shift my position. I can't turn my course. I can't change my direction. I am a lighthouse. So let your light shine. Your children are watching. This world is watching. They desperately need you to be the lighthouse that doesn't move. Would you stand to your feet with me? I want to spend a few moments. We got gifts and all that.
I want to spend a few moments in the presence of the Lord. And I asked Brother Ryan, Brother Andy, to sing a song that's a favorite of mine. It's an old song. It's a Kenny Henson song. Amen. They, he, I don't think he did a song that wasn't good. So it's a great song. But it's a moment to reflect. I want you to reflect on your role. I want you to reflect on who you are, what God's called you to be. I know I'm speaking to dads on Father's Day, but really I'm speaking to every believer under the sound of my voice. This world needs lighthouses that do not move. This world needs lighthouses that won't change their position. They won't change what they stand for. They won't change the values of what are good and right and godly and holy, no matter what our culture says. This world needs lighthouses, and you are that lighthouse. Why don't you take a moment and reflect on the goodness of God and make a pledge to Him. I'm going to be that lighthouse for my family, for a lost world, for a generation that's coming along behind me. I will be the lighthouse.